Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week is episode 390. Which is 10 away from 400. We have to do something for 400. Dude, I, I have this mislabeled. I, I just looked up there and I was like, wait, really? And it's <laughs> and I have it mislabeled as, as 389. Oh. So that was last I, week, dude. I know. And that was because last last week I was on the, I was in on location. I was doing it with the Zoom, and it's just it was it was all sorts of you know throwing me off there. So that's why my my numbering is is off, Chris. So January 14th or 15th, sorry will be our 400th episode. Fun. So, uh, well, here's the thing. A lot of times you guys end up going to Florida in the middle of January. So That's true. That's true. We're I don't know. Figure that out. I I don't know. I doubt if we are this year. Okay. Um, so That's actually good for us then, John. Most likely we'll probably be okay. The the other thing with that with the 400, like I'm wondering like what could what could we do? You know, would, will like the Mandalorian, the full season of the Mandalorian, mm. be out at that point? I don't know. Like, what's what are yeah. some cool things that we could like potentially just you know? Chat I do. About? Yeah. I if know. we could, if we could review the whole series at that point, or sorry, Ooh. season, that'd be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd yeah. be really cool. So I don't know. I, I don't know how many episodes. I haven't looked up to see like when it ends because I'd never want it to end. Chris. I mean, how many episodes are in the season? I that's I don't know. I don't okay. want it to end though. You know, it's going to end. Well, know, that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're talking about this week is the Mandalorian. Uh, we're, we're reviewing the first episode. That's right. Just the um, very first episode of season two. Well, the, yeah, the first one's only the one only one out right now. Yeah, it's chapter Although nine. By, by the is, time you hear this, the second one will be out. It's always confusing whenever shows go by like just the overall numbering rather than like yeah. season whatever. This is I the know. episode. It's like I I, don't, I can't keep track of this. I had to keep track of two different things. I know. Um, so we're gonna be talking about that a little bit later. And we have some picks of the week. But first, John, what have you been up to this week? Man, so because we recorded late, as we discussed on last podcast, yeah. um, like, I not much. Same. <laughs> some driving, <laughs> some, like, watching some some TV, you know, once we yep. got home and, like, that sort of thing, playing some playing some Xbox. Like, I, I will say, the uh, we talked about last week how we were going to be like, oh, it's a bummer whenever the Call of Duty nighttime mode ends. Yeah. Um, which the nighttime mode is gone, yep. but the uh, the zombie mode is oh, not gone. Oh, really? And That's so crazy. I, the last couple of nights, I've been night diving into that, and I've been having a lot of fun. still at night? Yeah, it's still at night. And, oh, wow. uh, all, all the zombie mode kind of stuff still still crazy. rolling. And I've been getting better and better, Chris. I've, I have come in in like the top five before. Wow. So, so uh, you know, good. last week I talked about how I was on this quest to win in the night mode. And, yeah, did uh, it happen? Yep, Connor Wagner and I won the night mode last weekend. Congrats, duos. Bam, ba, ba, bam, ba, ba, ba. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What's the? I, I can't ever remember it, but it, it, it would be more appropriate than that. Would be the, the medal ceremony. Um, but I can never remember that one, and so you know, so it's it's always just like you know that. But I do remember the uh, the, the the medal ceremony from episode one. So maybe I should go with that. It was just like the drums, tick 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 tick. But that's like weird to do, you know. To just somebody does something triumphant and you you beatbox into their into their face. So yeah, totally. Um, 
Cool. So uh, yeah, I was uh, doing that, and uh, we won that, and that's that's really my my main accomplishment over the uh, the past few days. How late did you have to stay up in order to get that win? Actually, not late. We ended up like we had a we did that duos win. Like I think it was like our first try. That, that tends to be like it tends to be like the pattern. Like you know, there'll be we'll we'll like get on. And we're like okay, we're getting on. We're going to win. Like this is our intention. We're not just on here like putzing around. We're going to win. <laughs> And then we win. Uh, not even kidding, dude. Like, that's what ends up usually ends up happening. I mean, you should just um, play to like win all the time, Chris. That's the thing. I mean, you know, you, you do, but then, like, you can definitely tell when people are, are, are really, like, dialed in. Are serious. And even yourself. Like, because, like, you know, later uh, on in the night, you know, you're just like, well, I've already won, so I can just, like, I'm going to take that risk and run across this road and, sure. you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, you shouldn't do any of those things. You need to just, like... Tighten it up. That's right. <laughs> and, don't don't uh, gamble it, man. Don't gamble. But that the same night, we ended up having a quads win later that night. Good. Yeah. Good. So, so like two different, you know, two different kind of modes there. I, yeah. I dig that, Chris. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, so two night, oh, uh, same night, two wins. One was the the nighttime mode. So super pumped about that. That's exciting. I I, I don't think I ever won in the nighttime mode. I'm gonna just be okay with that. You know, that's yeah. like it's it's one yeah. of those things where I'm like, yeah, that's you know. It is what it is. I mean, nothing that extra happened. I just wanted to be, have the bragging rights of saying we did it. Yeah, and it's like because that was like the limited time mode, everybody was going in. Like everybody who was like anybody was like going into that mode. And so it's like the competition was definitely, I feel like, higher in that mode than in like the regular mode. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, well, we're talking about Mandalorian later. But first, pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> All right, Chris, what is your pick of the week? All right, John, my pick of the week is uh, a movie on Netflix called The Chicago 7. Ooh, I've heard good things. Yeah, it's it's a it's great, very well done. Um it's uh written by written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Dude, and, I love Aaron Sorkin. Uh, it's got some great actors in it, um, and uh, based on a true story of um, seven uh, protesters that were put on trial for inciting riots in Chicago in the 1970s. Yes. Um, and uh, it's about the trial and um, kind of like what happened there, and it was, it was really, really well done. I think if anyone who, you know who enjoys Aaron Sorkin's writing, um, his political stuff um or just like political drama in the first place uh would really like this movie um and uh you know he uh it's definitely like that's the thing with aaron sarkin you know like you, you look at something like even even moneyball which isn't political in nature like it's just so well done one of my favorite movies you know he's just such a great writer and honestly this is the second film uh in the director's chair and i think he does a really good job it's fascinating to me with with his uh writing specifically writing because like there's so many more movies and and works that he's attached to on the writing side it's always interesting to me how he can take something that is like 
mundane in, in a lot of ways, like an everyday con- kind of conversation, whether it's in like the social network or whether it's like even, you know, just some more mundane things within like Moneyball or, you know, politics or whatever and take it and like make it super interesting, like make it um, like the pacing feels exactly right. Nothing feels like it drags really like the movies are long, like a lot of times, like uh, social network, like, like Moneyball, like they're longer movies, but they don't feel like they drag a ton. You know, they feel like that pacing just kind of yeah. continues to, to to roll on with a lot with his stuff, which I guess it's just the sheer amount of words that are in each scene, you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it, and it's a mouthful like, you know, like it's, and and I would say like at times it's you know if you're not paying attention it's hard to keep up but mm. I mean I think for the most part you know he does a really good job of like keeping you uh, engaged and you understand what's going on. Nice. Uh, it being the first time directing or second time directing like you know that did that like did you notice like we're like oh you know you know it's it, a, a style of directing emerging or is it more just like oh you know the style is within the writing and that sort of no, thing. No, I think he does a really good job. I mean I, I don't know that I could pick out an Aaron Sorkin directed movie in mm-hmm. the same way that I could probably pick out you know a Spielberg movie or a Fincher mm-hmm. movie or whatever. Yeah. But um I can you know I th- it's really well done. It you know I don't I don't have any complaints there yeah makes sense makes sense chris that's awesome that's awesome so it's the it's the what did you say the chicago seven oh, the right? chicago seven yep perfect perfect um my pick of the week chris this week is kind of a cop out because i haven't done much this particular week but i will say there's so many black friday deals that it would be it would be remiss of me not to call it out on this podcast to people where it's like if you are interested in like SD cards for your Switch or for like any other of your other devices like it is it is a great time to buy those um, and uh, like the really good discounts that sort of thing so like if you're like looking for gifts for this year or looking for like those type of things. Like, uh, electronics in particular, like feel like everybody's got a good deal on electronics right now, um, which is pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. I'm always like looking for those things. I have like we're we're looking for like SD cards a lot of times. Or it's like oh you know get another thing for this this uh, tablet or or you know that camera or whatever. So um, it's always that time of year to look for those deals. There's also like a lot of Blu-ray deals and uh, Ultra HD kind of Blu-ray deals happening. Um, not related to Black Friday, uh, I know I saw that there's going to be an Ultra HD version of the Lord of the Rings trilogy later this year. So probably not going to buy that day one because it's going to be really expensive the day one. But if you're interested in Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy, the you know that's going to happen later this year at some point. But Black Friday deals, Chris, go look for them. I will do that. So my pick of the week is the Chicago Seven on Netflix. In your pick of the week is Black Friday deals. <laughs> All right, John. It's time to review the chapter nine of The Mandalorian. Chapter nine of The Mandalorian. Um, so, the title of I the mean, episode was, what was it? What was it exactly? I don't I have no idea. I'm going to find out because it was cool. I, okay. I immediately was like, oh, this is great. Um, I really want to jump into spoilers pretty quick. So I'm just going to say, if you like The Mandalorian, if you like Star Wars, go watch this. What are you waiting for? Like, just... Stop it! Stop being a lazy human, and <laughs> like I was for a, for about a week. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, aren't you the last show. person that watched no, this? Thing? I no, I like, hear me say, like, I'm talking as much to myself as I am everyone else. Um, you have to watch this. Um, you're dumb for not watching it. I'm just gonna like come out and say it. Like, just you're you're stupid. Uh, 
quit, quit lollygagging around. No, I mean, dude, I feel strongly about this. I mean, if you don't like, <laughs> if you don't like sci-fi or Star Wars, I, did, I don't I, know, I, man. Yeah, no, I already, I already qualified it. Okay, I said, okay. if you like Star Wars, you like The Mandalorian, just get off your butt, go do it. Um, <laughs> there's no reason, not, and, and honestly, like, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, even if you're not into Star Wars, it's just a great kind of standalone story. You don't have to know anything about Star Wars. That's true. To understand this story. That's so true. So go back to season one, start that, so then you can listen, uh, listen to this podcast and hear us talking about chapter nine. That's right. Chapter nine, which is, let me, uh, I'm just going to make, I haven't found it yet. Like I thought I saw that <laughs> I, it was. I gave you so much time know, to find dude, it. I know, dude, you were like ramping was, and vamping. I literally, and... that's why I went on that rant. It was like, like he, he needs probably, I don't know, 60 to 90 seconds to find yeah, this, like, it's gotta be, this it's name. Gotta be. I found it. I, I found <laughs> right. where I, where I would find it. And oh, it's my not goodness. there, Chris. It's not there. <laughs> dude, just log into Disney plus on your phone. That's a good call. And that's look it up. Call. Oh my goodness! I'm over here like googling, like you know, episode nine. It's like I feel like they just don't want to spoil anything, so they don't like put it in the title of things. And I'm nah, like, because, Why? well, because if you Google Star Wars episode nine, it's going to bring up Rise of Skywalker stuff. That's true. That's true. Oh uh, man, it's not even on. It's not, okay, so oh it's just goodness. called episode nine, Chris. I know there's a subtitle somewhere. I'm not even going to worry about it though. Just press, press play on it. Press play on it. Oh well, wait, you're talking to me though. It's probably gonna mess up. It's what, probably what gonna mess that up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's fine. Right, it's fine. Chris. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So, uh, yeah. You have anything to say before we spoil this puppy? The Marshall is what it's called, Chris. The, the Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, which makes sense. Makes and a it's lot of spoilery. Sense. So we got to get into the spoilers quick. Um, I have nothing to say other than you should watch this thing. And it's uh, if it, again, if you like westerns, if you like sci-fi. Oh, you know, this, I, see, I didn't say that. This is a lot. Well, this, everybody knows that like the no. Mandalorian is. Oh, maybe not. You're no. right. All right, Chris, let's spoil this thing. The spoiler countdown is going down in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Boba Fett might be dead. We don't know. <gasps> so. It might be, you know, it might be alive. Is that the spoiler? Might be alive. There he is. Well, it might be alive. There you go. Well, either yeah. way, we don't yeah, know. Either. He might be alive. Yeah, He's sure, that's Schrodinger's cat. Yes, <laughs> because we haven't seen what happened to him yet, so he's still in the box. <laughs> um, um, here's but, the big questions. Here's the big questions I have surrounding that before we dive yeah. into the rest of the episode. Is A, is that guy at the end of this, this episode, is that Boba Fett? 100%, I feel like it is. Okay. Like, B, I'm, I'm 99% sure that that's him. B, is that the Sarlacc pit that he got thrown into? No, it is not. Oh, because that are Sarlacc you sure? pit, I'm pretty sure. Because that the Sarlacc pit that he fell into has a uh, has a different has a specific name um, that they call it. Uh, let me let me see if I can find out what that name is. Mm. But obviously, my googling has not been on okay. point All right. tonight. So. Three, we are assuming that's his armor, but we don't know for sure. Honestly. That's true. Say that out loud. There are other there are other Mandalorian that we saw in season one that had armor that looked like Boba Fett. So okay, yeah, but like looked like, but this one has the same like dents and things. Agreed. I'm just saying there is no confirmation. It would have to be like a a very strange like sort of sequence of events where this is not Boba Fett's armor. Agreed. Agreed. The other side of this, Chris. Why would he not have his armor though? That's a good question. Uh, in the 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 Star Wars novel, so novel uh, Star Wars Aftermath, I think is what it's mm. called. Uh huh. Um, the uh, the That's Marshall one I have, but I never read. <laughs> the Marshall is actually in it. Oh no! It, yeah, 
and and it recaps the what he recaps in this episode of him uh f- like being you know um finding the finding armor? the armor basically yeah and in that book mm. they talk about how it's like it's it, it's uh it's looks like it's it has the sheen of something that's like it was eaten away at or whatever Mm-hmm. Like um, being in a sawdike pit. Yeah, like being in a, a so sawdike pit. In the world with the I feel like this had to have been the the, the sawdike pit. You, th- I mean, see, but that's I don't know. How, how else would the Jawas get it out of the sarlacc? But how would they have gotten it out of this cave where this uh, where the where the dragon, the crate dragon? Well, oh, I mean, the dragon's just out out somewhere, you hmm. know, adventuring, eating know. eating towns, <laughs> like like you know, like the like the worm on SpongeBob. Yeah, like they do, you know, like and, like uh, they do. Yeah. And then they sneak in and grab it, kind of like you know, whenever the hobbits is stole from smog. You're making some solid points um, <laughs> about about dragons and about stealing yeah. from them. Right. Um, and he probably comes I mean, back like, and he's it's like, what "My you cup do with dragons. Where's yeah. my cup?" Like he does yes. it in the uh, Hobbit, you know. And then he spews acid everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like this the sheer like the sheer absurdity the absurdity yeah. and the scale of yeah. this episode like blew my mind a number of times. And <laughs> that was, was one like, of them. I was like, I can't believe what's happening right now on the screen <laughs> this instant. <laughs> and then and then they up the ante and it like goes away and you're like, all right, what's happening? And then it bursts oh, yeah. out of the top of the mountain. Yeah, the top of the mountain. Oh my gosh, like, it was so yeah. so funny and so good. Uh, so let's take a step back for a second. Well, actually, yeah. let's, let's stay on the the, the topic of uh, of um, Easter eggs. So, uh, whose pod racer do you think that was that the marshal was riding? So I couldn't lo- figure it out. Was it Anakin's? It looks like the engine of Anakin's, right? But it's red instead of like. Isn't his blue? It is his blue, and it looks like this one has like the intake uh, like was slightly misshapen. So it's like okay. it's it's either. I mean, it's been a long time. Maybe it's gotten some upgrades. Maybe it's not. Right. But the other the other thing um, that this could just be a generic call out to, um, yeah, yeah, pod is, racing in general. Yeah, pod racing and like the swoop bike. I, in in one of the one of the like expanded universe things, they would take pod racing engines and turn them into speeder bikes and call them mm. swoop bikes. <laughs> and uh, and so this could just be like a call out to that, where it's like, oh, this is like a nod to this yeah, expanded yeah. universe thing. Okay, all right, I can see that. All right. Um, but it did look an awful, like immediately whenever I saw it, I was like, that looks like Anakin's. Oh, totally. Um, actually, I think that's, well, that may have been the, the, the only like other Easter egg that I really had a big question about. Other than the, the crate dragon just in general is like, yeah. I, I, like I had forgotten Cause like, okay, well, where well, that had I, originated. Well, yeah. Is it the, the, is it? From crate the one the in the in the, the last Jedi. That, I don't I don't know about that, but it's Obi Wan says it in A New Hope. Oh He's, really? What does he say? So in this is so you see the the bones of one on the hill as C three PO is like walking away from from R two D two. Yeah. Um and like wandering through the desert, there's like just the bones of one there. Um, but then whenever uh Obi Wan first comes on and saves Luke, he like he says, I imitated the call of a or the 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 hunting call of a crate dragon and, and scared oh, away the of... Tuscan Raiders. Ah, uh, makes sense now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's like, It won't fool them for long. Let's get out of here. And then and so well, yeah, like, they, definitely they wouldn't fool them for long. Oh, dude, it's like, yeah, <laughs> of course not. Like they didn't feel an earthquake, you know. I also wonder like, do you think that's what George Lucas had in mind when he wrote the those words i bet not well i mean i think he probably had what the bones of this like uh thing were i, I suspect that that's probably accurate 
Um, right. Yes. But, was that was that the crate dragon in his mind? Probably. Yeah. This thing had assume. had this thing had no hunting call. It was just like it sort of did. Ah, it's, it, had like a, a it had a roar. Yeah, it had a roar. I also wonder if like if the sheer scale of this one is just like surprising to people because like it seems surprising to the marshal um, in and of because he was like he was like that's not to scale, is it? Is this way too big? And he's like, no, it's to scale. You know, I, like yeah, I wonder yeah. if this one was just an absurdly large one because it had consumed the sarlacc that was in the pit. Maybe, you know, maybe who knows? Um, I mean, I and, can't even imagine. And I guess the bones behind C three PO don't appear that large. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so I, true. I wonder if this is just an absurdly large creature. <laughs> it's possible. Um, okay, so let's just back up and kind of talk about the episode as a as a whole, dude. So yeah. you know, you mentioned the Western uh, aesthetic. Like I lo- like this is totally a West. This is more of a Western than any of the other episodes in season one. Oh, dude, they they like went hard on it, and this is obviously the first. This was the first one that um that uh oh, what's his name directed uh, like himself. John Favreau. Yeah, no, John Favreau. Uh, he directed. directed the first one, didn't he? No, Episode he did one of that, the last season. That was uh that was uh, Dave Filoni. Oh, so yeah. John Favreau. I thought he directed one of them. No, this is the first one that he's directed just himself. Oh wow just that's by himself cool. like written directed did a, like the whole thing and so i feel like that's uh, why yeah it was oh, okay because he was leaning hardcore into the western yeah and that's what was always his dream was like let's do boba fett as a western and so yeah. like you know that, that that's kind of like where where we're at pulled now. it off i oh, mean this you, is this, this might be my favorite episode of the series so far really that's yeah. blowing my mind a little bit there it's that's, just so good dude like there's just so many cool things and it feels like it does pull together a lot of very Star Warsy things that, like, um, you know, especially like the whole like, oh, let's the 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 town gets involved. You have this conflict yeah. between these two cultures, and yes. then like they come together in the end to like to overcome these un- unspeakable yep. odds. And so yep. like that's very yeah. Star Wars like by the book, but it's presented in this Western Western way that I like, mean they're like down to like they're eating by the campfire. Oh, you yeah, know, dude. they're just like well the travel uh, montage. <laughs> Yeah, travel montage. I mean, the the spur sounds whenever he's walking around. Yeah, um, you know, the whole thing starts off in a saloon, basically. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the oh, there's this gun, there's this gunfight at the beginning. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. Well, the oh, the fight is such a good episode. The fight at the very beginning was intriguing to me because it was in like a, a urban location, which we don't get very often in a lot oh, of yeah, cases totally. like in Star Wars. Yeah. Which I thought that was really cool. Dude, I was like, oh, who's this would, town? Who would habitate that planet? <laughs> It's like it goes dark and you get eaten. You yeah, know? I'm not like I'm just staying as far away from that place as I can. <laughs> <laughs> like well, that's just that's just like the light bulb burns out accidentally and you yeah. are toast. Oh it's yeah, like, dude. No, I I can't. That's not it. That's not acceptable. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the only people that would live there, Chris, are really bad criminals, which turned out to be true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, so. the interesting thing to me about like some of the Western stuff, like my, my favorite thing was literally him on the speeder bike, which, and then riding into the town like that, like little, that oh, small yeah. little like shot. Cool. It was just like Everybody's the dust is coming him. up. Yeah. And he like steps off, like swings his legs off the bike and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is just, this is super Western. <laughs> right. Well, and, and so like, you know, and, and it kind of plays with, uh, your, your preconceptions there because, you know, in a lot of westerns, you know, you come into town, everybody's watching you, and but everybody's usually bad. Who's you know like glaring at you, you know? And then sure. it turns out that they're not really bad, and mm-hmm. the marshal's not even bad. No, he's just uh, you know like well, he's, he's doing his thing. He's using this these this armor to survive. Like it's saved oh, yeah. his life, you know. Right? Why would you not at that yeah. point? 
Exactly. You haven't seen a, You haven't ever seen a real Mandalorian. Who cares if you use this armor? Right. And that's the, that's the thing. I, I kind of like felt bad at the end. Like, dude, just let him keep the armor. I feel like he's you're gonna leave with his armor and he's gonna die immediately. It's the creed, man. It's the creed. Sure. Man, I mean, Mandalorians this is the way, are but, Mandalorians you know, are wild. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like you gotta you gotta have some. Have a heart sometimes, man. I mean, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But already, like, we have, like, you know, this Mandalorian in particular, like, doing things that are, like, not traditionally, like, in this, like, in line with a lot of Mandalorian type of things. And so I feel like he's, like, pushing the envelope a lot where it's, like, but if he comes across, (laughs) like, Beskar armor, he's, like, I can't not take this. That's true. I I did love Timothy Oliphant in this role. Um, Dude, so good. He's in the Star Wars universe, like, I, and I'm glad he didn't die. I was afraid oh. he was going to die a couple times. Yeah, like I was afraid we were going to lean into the whole like, and I sacrificed myself for the greater good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but we didn't. Like it was. It which all means worked he can out come there. back later, which would be great. Dude, I feel like that that is like one of the, my favorite things about the first season was that we like every every one of these characters, like even the kind of throwaway ones, aside from maybe the ones that you ran into in the prison break thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But like everybody else pretty much like came back and like had like something to do later on or has like a larger arc rather than just the single episode. Um, yeah. So I kind of hope that that happens, like you said, with, with him. I also love the fact that like he fits so well in this universe because of that Western presentation. Like he he just felt so natural being there and like, you know, quipping it back and forth with uh, with the Mandalorian, you know? Totally. Yeah, I mean, he, I feel like he holds his own, and like, and he he was just like a, a good character. He, you know, he's the the hot head to the to uh, the Mandalorian. He doesn't have a name, does he? Uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah, the yeah, Mandalorian. Din, Din Djarin. Yeah, so uh, he's he's like the hot te- hot head to uh, Din Djarin's cool nature, and he's right. kind of like just like That's chills, right. you know. That's right. Um, and, and I like that. I mean, again, very Western, but um, works really well in this series. Agreed. Agreed. Um, the one th- criticism that I do have is that like, you know, we had like some cute things with, uh, with the little like baby Yoda, but like that, that kind of seems to be like put to the side almost like in, in favor of like, let's find Mandalorians. Um, so like, I don't know where we're going with that. Like that we're setting up some things here that I feel like are going to carry us pretty far into the season. So, but you know, but it's not the same as, as like, Hey, we left last season where it's like, go find, you know, the uh, Jedi culture to give baby Yoda to them or whatever. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how those things intertwine as we move more through the season. Um, so I think that's less of a criticism of this episode, but more of like, I, I'm still on hold over here on this other storyline. Um, and I, you know, so hopefully we get some ground made on that in the next like two episodes or so. Yeah, and that's the thing that like I, I it it, se- it feels weird uh, that news about Luke Skywalker's existence hasn't made it <laughs> to anywhere back like, to Tatooine. <laughs> well, especially because like uh, you know when you, when you think of the movies, um, and even what we've said, you know, like with a lot of the expanded universe stuff, where like, mm. dude, everyone knew that the the Emperor died and that Luke Skywalker killed him. That's what it seems like. And um, then, you know, all of a sudden, like, we're on this planet and, like, they talk about the Death Star blowing up. They don't even talk mm-hmm. about the Emperor dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't seem like this is the other thing that we kind of get this a little bit conflicting, it feels like. It almost, especially playing this, um, uh, what was it, Rogue Squadron? Mm-hmm. No, not Rogue Squadron, the game. 
Yeah. Like, Rogue was playing that, or uh, what was it called? Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars Squadrons. Whatever. Yeah, Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> and especially playing that, it felt like, okay, well, like, the, the Empire didn't just die. It was, like, mm-hmm. this very slow, like, slowly lost control mm-hmm. of things. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually became the First Order or whatever. But, like, uh, I don't know, dude. It just feels, it feels like, how, how in the world can, is no one told told this dude about the Jedi or Luke Skywalker. I don't know. And I'm not sure if Luke like would be like super open about like, I I don't know what that, what the the theory is there. Cause like literally again, we're on Tatooine. Luke Skywalker killed the huts like, or killed Jabba the Hutt on Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. I would know and be like, Hey, yeah, there was a Jedi here once. My thought is uh, potentially where this intertwines is if that, if uh, the, the, you know, we run into Boba Fett he knows that Jedi's exist. <laughs> he knows oh, that yeah, like totally. Luke Skywalker is there. Um, and uh, and so maybe that's like that's the through line. Maybe that's like yeah. where we get sent out onto this thing. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like it's also yeah, like I think your interest it's it's uh, your comment's interesting because like he's trying to find Mandalorian so then he can find Jedi who can then take him to uh, baby Yoda's people. Like mm-hmm. it's this weird like roundabout you gotta find this person to do this person to find to find these people. Yeah, and that's, and that's like, yeah, like you said, it's like a roundabout way to do it, but it may be like the fact that he's so far underground or like whatever, like he's never, he's not like feel, he doesn't seem super connected to the rest of the galaxy in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And so potentially that's his, of his own doing um, of the isolation side of things. That's true. That's true. Um, the other side of this that you could like, that we could be looking at is like, if that isn't Boba Fett, um, it could potentially just be like a, a clone, like another clone of sorts. Like that's the other thought, like, because like, that's clearly the actor that played, uh, Django Fett, um, mm. in the, in, in the, the, the prequels. And so it's like that, that dude at the end, like he's obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to like make sure I get his name, uh, Tamura Morrison. Like that is clearly Tamura Morrison. And like, and reports were that Tamura Morrison might show up. Like he was like, oh, he was at, at, at like Lucasfilm for a few days or whatever. So it's like him being in this is is I feel like it's either gonna be he's a clone, or it's gonna be that he's Boba Fett. Um, so that's another if one. If he's of those, a clone, like, who do you think he is? I think it's like Rex or somebody like that. I mean, Rex is like is is canonically older than that. I mean, they, they'd all have to be old, dude. Like, there's yeah, no younger clones. They, they did advanced aging. Yeah, but the Rex is is alive now. Then they actually put him retroactively into. Uh, there's like an, okay. Here's a fun Star Wars fact. There's an old guy on um in in like a a supporting role. Um, with Han Solo and uh, and and Leia on Endor, um, and so canonically they have now pushed in where that that is that is supposed to be Rex. Like he's this old guy who like does things and blows up things on on Endor, like in in that movie. Um, and so, which I love, I love that. I'm like that's just, that's such a George Lucas thing to do, where you're like, oh, retroactively, I'm gonna make this this thing this thing. It's all connected. Um, and so, but anyway, so Rex would definitely be older than this guy is, but this is about right for Boba Fett. Maybe he, you know, he's, he's looks about right. He's a little scarred, but, um, he just spent a lot of time inside of a Sarlacc pit. So. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I, 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 I don't know. I, I hope that we, uh, this is the thing. 
I hope that we get an answer to it this season. I don't want it really mm. to drag on another season, <laughs> um, but we'll yes. see. Yes, that would be really that would be really bad if he shows up at the end of every single episode this season. You know, he's just like watching him, like I'm I'm following you. I don't have I don't have much more to say other than like I love this where this season is uh, starting. Um, I don't know where it's going. I have no idea. Um, But uh, I'm along for the ride. I do hope though that these episodes continue to be longer and more close to like the closest to an hour long, like this one. Agreed. Agreed. Like this one felt like pacing wise. Like I loved how like there were moments that were allowed to breathe in there. Um, it totally. felt like so many times in season one where I'm like, oh man, we're already jumping to the final battle, you know? Um, and this one felt like it, it had that room uh, to breathe a little bit more. Yeah. Agreed. Um, the other thing I did want to say was like from a from a like uh, directorial like perspective, this one was really cool because a lot of season one was very like um, like you were looking horizontally at a lot of things. Where this one like you had those like shots of like looking down at the valley and stuff like that. Like there was a lot more dynamic kind of camera angles. I feel like in this one, and maybe that's by the nature of just like it being shot within um, the uh, whatever they call that that like big circular room um, at Lucasfilm. Like. Maybe you know, maybe that's why, why there haven't been like that many like super dynamic like wide shots like that sort of thing. The other thing could be just budget. Like this one, like clearly the special effects budget on this thing was like just through the roof. So, <laughs> oh, I don't totally. Know. Well, and like, and I will say that it was funny because one of my friends, you know, at work was like, "This has a lot of CG in it," and I, I it didn't, it didn't really bother me like uh, that much. Um, it did seem like you know a little odd compared to last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of what it was, I'm like, well, clearly you can't make this a practical thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I wonder if the rest of the season will uh, be like this or if it will go back to kind of mm. like everything's real practical. I mean, maybe like, I mean that, that you might be right where it's like, you can't necessarily tell this story without a huge CG thing. You know, it's like, if you did, it would be like real weird. It would, it would look Super strange to have just like a little puppet worm coming out of you know coming yeah. out of the cave to take down these uh, Tuscan Raiders. I don't know, Agreed. man. Like, and that's the you know, this show. It feels like this episode in particular was such a like let's just do it. You know, like let's just. I, I applaud them for not like sticking with the same thing. Like it doesn't feel the same as season one. This feels like distinct and unique and different. And like that's a risk. Like whenever you think about like Disney and uh, and Lucasfilm and like, it's, it's a risk to change it up on the first episode of this second season. Um, you know, this drastically in that way. <laughs> but totally, it worked. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, um, do we want to rate this episode? I think like, let's rate it. Let's put, let's put a number on it. I'm going to give this a nine out of 10. I, I liked it a lot. I'm giving it an 8.5, Chris. This is, it's so right. good. So yeah, good. It's real great. All right. Well, next week we're going to be reviewing the Xbox series X Woo-hoo! and, uh, we'll, uh, let you know, uh, what we think of it. Dude, so excited. Uh, dude, I feel, I'm trying to think, like, do we, am I, are there any games that are going to be out? Is, when is Call of Duty, I that need, need something to play that, that comes like, out is the optimized following. for it. So Gears has a bit, Gears 5 has a big update. Um, the, not the new story DLC that they've got going on, but like it has a big update to like make it look great. Um, the other thing is uh, Gears Tactics is brand new on it that day. 
Um, I think that's honestly one of the only games that is like exclusive to like or is, is like geared for this new console on the Xbox side of things. I feel like that's not going to take full advantage of all the I, I don't disagree, ray tracing man. and all that kind of stuff. I don't disagree. Um, I know right. that like there are there are massive updates for the past games that they've had, but there's nothing like really brand spanking new that's that's coming out, and that's not co- also coming to past gen. Because like I think about like Assassin's Creed, that's coming out uh, that same week, um, but I don't think that that even like that has an, a, a past gen version, so that's not going to be taking full advantage of it either in my mind. Interesting. All right, well we'll do the best we can and uh, review whatever we can that is is uh optimized for the x uh you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at chris right 250 and john right 777 and at stay target pod please go to your podcast surface of choice reveal us tell your friends about us we really appreciate it that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay, stay on target, target.